0: The following audio is via a skype call
1: you are listening to life design radio from adversity to awesome with me susan de lorenzo tune in each month as i join with dr pat and offer up the best tools for pulling the gems from adversity and designing a life you would really love have you experienced adversity in your life are you ready to leverage it and create a life you really love no matter where you are in your adversity story The topics on Life Design Radio are here to inspire, reassure, enlighten, and motivate you. Why wait? Let's get started.
2: Wow, everyone. Yep, that's exactly what we're listening to here. I'm Dr. Pat, and I get to do the amazing show of Life Design Radio with my friend and colleague, amazing woman, Susan DiLorenzo. Hey! And this show, like, right, this show, Susan, is about From Adversity to Awesome, Right. That's so right. Pam. Every conversation is going to be to open up a door, which may start with adversity, but in the end, you're going to take us on a journey to what it really looks like, feels like, smells like, to be in the awesome zone, right?
1: That's right. And it's not an overnight trip. It's a bit-by-bit bit trip. And it's a trip of great transformation, something I'm passionate about, not only for my own life, but for clients, for anyone I meet who I see going through a tough time. I'm here to tell you it's absolutely possible to take your adversity and use it as a, as a launch pad into the life you'd really love. Well, and I want to
2: just, let's just talk for a minute though about that with you. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure folks know that your journey has been one. Of exactly that. You know, you've worked in the financial industry, highly successful, um, and you have gone through your own life journey, as we've talked about in previous shows, right? Right. Uh, but here you are as a certified life mastery coach. Uh, you're somebody that helps people move beyond whatever it is that's in their way, whether it is just plain old stuckness or a, a life threatening disease like you experienced. And that's why when, you, when we do a show like this today, you're not just talking about all of your training and experience. Mm. You're saying, I've been there. <laughs> been there, done that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the things along the way that all of us, I think, experience is worry. Now, there's like an expression. I have not been called this by my family members. But uh, there is an expression called worry wart. Yes. I don't even know. But today we're going to talk about that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about that and tell us about how that shows up. Why do we worry?
1: Oh, my gosh. Well, I just want to start by saying when we worry, it's like having someone else drive our car and take us to crazy town. And that's what we're going to be talking about in this episode is how can we take back the wheel? And buckle up worry in the back seat. And as for that kind of worry, who doesn't worry? All right? It's definitely, as Lady Gaga sings, baby, I was born this way. (laughs) (laughs) We've got a brain that is wired for this. The part of the brain is called the amygdala. And it's wired for, I'm sure you've heard this, fight or flight. And worry sets it off, and it releases this adrenaline and cortisol. Our respiratory rate increases, our pupils dilate, and where everything is being pulled away to panic. And this is not exactly the response we're looking, we're trying to sleep or get some peace in our lives. So uh, that is. Uh, huge. The other thing that fight or flight brings in is our brain just bypasses all logic, all logic and just takes us to survival mode and if I were to tell you just to stay open to possible good at this point when you're in a panic mode, you're just going to be like, Susan, shut up <laughs> you know, It's not about happy, happy thoughts at this point in your life. You're going to be just saying like, welcome to crazy town It's uh, it's like Hal in the computer, you know, from 2001 Space Odyssey gone manic. And <laughs> it was just not necessary. We don't have to go there. Uh, but at the time, we don't feel we have a choice. We believe that, well, the way I put it is, we allow our thoughts to think us. We are not taking control of those thoughts. It's the same idea of letting this upset wild child want to drive our car well what do you do you're not going to say sure drive my car Mm. you're going to say hey get in the back seat i'm going to buckle you up and i'm going to drive and when you drive you got to drive with faith and a lot of people think faith has to be this giant thing i just did a blog on this pat and i just posted it last night called got faith and faith can be Just that simple thing, you check in back with yourself and say, okay, what is the ideal outcome that I would love at this moment? We get a choice on thinking our thoughts, but it doesn't come overnight. That is a process. You're not just going to wake up one day and pick the happy thought. It's like uh, learning a foreign language or taking piano lessons, right? We have to practice this.
2: So when, when we take a look at our lives and we're thinking to ourselves, you know, I'm going to come out in the world and I, and I may have something to say. And it might be big. You know, it might be something where I know that I'm meant to do it. I'm called to do it. I am being pulled to do it. Uh, and people say sometimes, Susan, that worry is just part of the game. And I think there's a difference between, you know, worry and thinking things through. Right. or having concerns or questioning things there's a fundamental difference between what those are uh, maybe we should talk about what worry is for a minute uh, because it's hard to recognize it yes you, you I know think sometimes that's we yeah sometimes we just think worry is like something we should experience 24/7 that is not a normal state that is
1: not a normal state and the difference between the two Pat... When we're going through a quest of some kind, right, we're starting something new, and yes, we have some nerves about it, but our brain is still directing the direction that we're going to take towards that goal. When it's worry, it's much more irrational. And you'll notice those same responses that we're talking about are a little more pronounced the... Uh, pulling of the blood away from the digestion system to flow into your legs to run girl run yeah (laughs) you know there's a difference response and it's much more panicked
2: yeah you know when we think about these things and you know certainly we've talked about fight or flight um i i think that each of us looks at the situations in our lives where we have shown up and we're, we feel like we're losing control. You know, we feel like we're losing control. I I, I have a, a friend of mine who is so plugged in to what is happening in the world and how it's happening in the world that um, and no, it's not even the world, just right here in this country right now. Mm-hmm. And she is plugged in 24-7. And I'm not saying that we don't need to be, uh, but in her case, You know, she's looking for a way to get some relief. And I think that's part of this, right? You know, if we are worrying, we are not in the world to be the warriors we're meant to be, are we?
1: No, and we can't solve the problem at that level. I think that's a really important Mm -hmm. part to make. Yes, there is a lot of division going on in this country right now, a lot of anger, panic, two sides being completely divided and both sides incredibly worried about the country i think that's fascinating and uh, what i like to say pat is that we're going to save this world from the bottom up we're looking Mm -hmm. to a point where we've given away our power let's think about that when people come together there's an amazing amount of wonderful things that history has shown us when people come together. We are not powerless. Worry is a form of feeling powerless. And so the idea that we can pull that power back into us and do something positive with it, I personally do not watch too much of the news. And Mm -hmm. I had a mother, uh, just a short story, a mom who watched way too much news and was so upset. Every time I called her, she was telling me about what horrible thing was going on in the world and what were we going to do. And my mom today has dementia and uh, Alzheimer's, and I'm not making the direct uh, connection, but yes, there are studies about the terrible damage to the brain we do by focusing too much on our worries and not on the strength and the ability to think our thoughts and not let our thoughts think us.
2: Mhm. Well, you know, I think that many of us we are so bombarded 24/7 with things to think about. I'm not saying things to worry about them, but things to think about. And, you know, in the world we live in, we just need some new tools. That's uh, right. you know, I mean, for in your case, and we're going to talk about this when we come back, right? From right. break is that you you know, there's worry and then there's worry. What do you do? When you hear something that you never thought you'd hear, uh, whether it's you're fired or, gee, you know, you you, you got cancer or something else. What happens at that point? What do you do? And this is what Susan is going to take us on the journey of how to go from that warrior to that warrior. Why? Because she's been there. We're going to take a short break when we come back. More with Life Design Radio, Susan DiLorenzo from Adversity to Awesome. Today, it's about transform yourself from worry to warrior. And we have a free life mapping session to give away today. We'll talk about that, everybody. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back.
3: Tune in to E3 Influence Radio. Own your impact, master your world. In this new hit show, Sarah Luce, empowerment coach and spiritual mentor, teaches us how to achieve our greatest potential to positively affect everything and everyone. The time is now to enlighten our minds, empower our hearts, and take energized action to raise the consciousness of our planet. Sarah shows us how with simple, easy-to-implement steps. To find out more about Sarah Luce and her E3 Influence program, visit SarahLuce.com.
1: Do you believe you are meant to live with more joy, but you're just not sure how to get it? What does the phrase, give me the joy, make you feel? Join me, Lynn Hoard, every second and fourth Thursday, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern, on the Give Me the Joy show, as I take you on a journey to peel back the layers so you can take back your joy. To find out more about my work as the joy coach, including my popular programs, Joy School and Joy at Work, visit lynnhord.com.
2: Wow. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Listen, uh, Life Design Radio with Susan DiLorenzo. I'm Dr. Pat. I get to do this fabulous show with Susan. Susan, before we kind of jump ahead, two things. One, how can people find out more about you? How can they work with you? Because I think that worry is something that, you know, many of us know about it, but we don't really want it. And then the other thing we're going to be giving away, um, a free life mapping session today. And so, tell us a bit about that.
1: Love to. Yeah. Life Mapping Session is just what the the sound of that uh, name implies, that we are taking a look, excuse me, of your life thus far, right? Where you've come from and where would you like to go and what can't come with you in order to get there and what you're going to need to pack that will get you there. And it's one of the uh, most transformational moments that you start your journey with because a lot of people don't look at the full scope of their life they may just look at uh what they feel they've failed at yeah uh, what horrible thing has happened to them and they don't even entertain the possibility of having a better life i know that was me i used to think well susan this is as good as it gets you've done the best you can and this is the opportunity to open this up Clear out what no longer serves us ultimately. Obviously, in one life mapping session, we're just looking. Yeah, <laughs> But then we also look at the possibilities. And that's the thing I love is by the time we're off the phone, there's a whole new perspective on your life. That you are looking at your life filled with much more possibility because we've just rehearsed what your life could potentially look like in just a short amount of time. And um, in terms of worry, Pat, that's huge because people use worry as an excuse not to move ahead, not to invest in themselves, not to invest time or money in themselves. That's two big ones and the fear and worry that they can't get what they want. So these are the things we address and we put worry in its place. Worry, fear, doubt, they're never going to leave our side. We just get better at this. We get better at keeping it where it belongs in the back seat, not
2: driving the car. Yeah. I mean, worry starts out sometimes, don't you think? Fairly simple. And what I mean by that, you know, it could start out Like, oh, my gosh, I'm worried I'm not going to have enough time to do this. Mm -hmm. But we're not talking about that. We're really talking about how that turns into a pattern. It's an escalating pattern. Escalating. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about that and tell us what we actually do worry about. Now, look, I'm not saying that there aren't things that show up like in your life. But what do we worry about? Right? One of the things
1: I've written about as well is, yeah, it's easy to remember um, going through cancer or divorce or a job loss and thinking, wow, that was awful. But just think about all the little things we worry about. I know for me it was as a single parent with a mortgage and maybe just had just enough money and then, oh boy, I need a new hot water heater. You know, those are kind of real worries or uh, something that you're wondering how you're going to take care. Here, here I am with my mom so far away and having dementia. How am I going to help take care of that? So we have all kinds of day-to-day worries that life hands us. But at the end of the day, let's say a year from now, are we really going to remember what that exact worry was? Uh, e. Joseph Kosman uh, has a great quote. He says, if you want to test your memory... Try to recall what you were worrying about one year ago today. I think that is so powerful. But they do come and they feel so real. And yes, there are things we do actually have to do. We do have to pay our bills and we have to know um, that it's going to be okay. That a year from now, guess what? It's probably all handled. And in the meantime, do we have to experience all these unpleasant physical responses such as dizziness, headaches, staying up at night, increased heartbeat, fatigue, did you know that 85% of what we worry about never happens? Isn't that crazy? Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) It's
2: crazy, but it's a real statistic. It is. And by the way, they haven't done that study for a long time. And so now, when you compound that, that information, that study was done a a bit ago before we had all this social media right at our fingertips. That's a good so We haven't done a study yet, uh, a a good study, let me say, Mm. a really good empirical study that I know of to date that compounds the world we live in and social media. You know, they say now, Susan, that... At a very young age now, because here we got these phones and we got Facebook and we got social media and we have this and we have that. And it, and there are some kids that are getting transmitters injected into their bodies. Holy so moly. What say, I know, like <laughs> yeah. So what I'm trying to say, though, is whatever we thought worry was 20 years ago, it's like on steroids right now. You got it. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. And our yeah.
1: mind's tendency is to go to the most terrifying outcome. And, and when you think about it, you know it just starts out small. Oh yeah, I got to take care of that. Oh yeah, I mean, imagine lying in bed before you go to bed at night. Oh, that used to be. Or, oh yeah, I got to do that. I got to do that. Oh my God, how am I going to oh, do all that? Oh my God,
2: I don't do that. <laughs> the at overwhelm
1: me. worry, I know, you know. But
2: I used to do that.
1: Mm, um me
2: too. And you're you are going to share today too, though. What oh, you're yeah. going to share today is you're going to share um, what it means. To have tools
0: to combat that. Because
2: otherwise, then we're just worrying about what to do about worrying. And I want to make sure that, you know, today, here it is. You're going to talk about what we can do to move through worry. Now, I've had to learn a bunch of tools. I really have. And I know you had to learn a bunch, right? What, What would you say today that you think about now? And you grab from your toolkit when you get into that crazy zone, right? It's actually worry's not even crazy. I know how to do crazy, Susan. <laughs> I do. I, I think I know how to do crazy. Worry, I'm not really good at about. Yes. Yeah. Linda think- called me this morning and and she had this horrible, horrible dream. Oh, and <laughs> I, I always worry when I'm in somebody's horrible dream, right? Oh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I was like worrying about that. And I said to her, you know, go back to sleep and start over because whatever that dream was you had about me, that's not me. Right. right? And yet we could get all cranked up even over a dream.
1: Absolutely. And the most simple thing. That you and I, all of us can do is just take a deep breath. You notice how shallow our breathing is (laughs) when we're in worry? And so we're doing a reset at that moment. And it just seems too simple. But there is something about a deep breath that makes for a reset. So that's where I start. And the other thing I do imagine is that, whoa, who am I letting lead me here? And there was a funny thing I used to do um, when I was having going through cancer, and I was worrying about being strong enough to do the chemo. I was worried about having a mastectomy. All oh, not necessarily in that order, but all this stuff, and. I finally just sat up in bed and said, God, you got to take care of this because I got to get some sleep. And I literally flung my arms up into heaven like, here, you take this, God, (laughs) because I was exhausted and I rolled over. And for some reason that worked and I went to sleep and I have shared this with other people who have tried it. And sometimes you have to fling your arms up a few more than once, but the idea is that you're letting it go so your brain can stop gnashing on it and you can switch it off and count your blessings. I think there's something about focusing on gratitude that refocus that refocus pulls us away from the worry to say wow things really aren't that bad i have a warm bed to sleep in at night we don't have to get huge with our gratitude right Right. i have a warm bed to sleep in i've got hot and cold running water that's actually clean i can turn it on whenever i want i've got electricity in my house all right if you don't have a whole lot to be grateful for I know most of us in this country can be grateful for those things and, and God bless the people who don't have that but there is always something to be grateful for and that pulls us away from worry especially when we're trying to sleep.
2: Yeah. One of the things, Susan, I think we'll also talk about today which I know is near and dear to your heart as well as it is to mine. If we are in a worry state We can, at different points in time, really look at and unpack this. But if we don't, and we keep rolling along, even into the worst of the worst, and, you know, there are so many levels of worry. There, you know, there's what we're talking about. But then there's the place that we go where worry can turn into a pathology, And what I mean by a pathology, I mean by something that literally, literally physically, emotionally, spiritually stops you from being in the world with the rest of humanity. You know, there are some people that get to the point where there is a pathology where they are so fearful they can't walk out of their house. What happens when worry becomes a pattern that then becomes a pattern of fear what do you do when you're about to hit as susan calls it defcon five <laughs> let's take a short break everyone we'll be right back and when we're back we're going to be giving away that free life mapping session with susan DiLorenzo. lorenzo we'll be right back
3: demystifying the journey on from Here to There radio with your host diane garris Tune in every third Wednesday, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com as Diane helps you get from where you are now to the life you envision. Get ready to get unstuck and move forward. Every show features a new special segment, New Age Notes, demystifying hot metaphysical topics of the day. For more information or to work with Diane, visit garris.com. Practice living in wholeness with the body tune-up. Six classes for $89 designed for radical self-healing and self-regeneration. Heal the deepest root of any challenge. The mental body was programmed in negativity, not good enough, separate from source. You're too much, you'll never make it. The emotional body holds all the pain and trauma of emotional suppression, all the pain from this life and life's past. The spiritual body is the place you connect with your higher power, your higher self, with the image and likeness of the one. The physical body houses and expresses the other three bodies every day. Go to CorneliaStephanie.com, evolve, become a practitioner. We need to heal, integrate, and bring into wholeness and harmony the physical body, addressing all the other bodies in order to live in our true authentic nature.
0: Hi, I'm Laura Meeks, and the most common problem that my clients face is all work and no play. This is why I created Fly High Living. I help you develop a balanced life plan and guide you to a place where you love to wake up in the morning. Call 888-666-1570 or go to flyhighliving.com to sign up for the four-week Flight Plan for Life course.
3: Have you been searching for a push to step out and share your gifts with the world? Allow Charlene Hess to empower you to start shedding the layers of your ego that are holding you back and begin feeling connected to your heart so that you can shine your unique divine light and share your gifts with the world. Tune in to The Charlene Hess Show, Living on Your Heart's Edge, every third Friday at noon Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information, visit CharleneHess.com.
2: Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Susan DiLorenzo. What a fabulous show Susan does, right? You know, this is Life Design Radio. And certainly we're going to tell you, if you've missed any of Susan's other shows, we're going to give you her website, lots of information. But most importantly, we're giving away a free life mapping session today. It's about 45 minutes by phone, by Skype, where you can map out where you're coming from and where you'd like to go. And nine, nine out of 10 of us, we usually got a little worry thing going on here. So, you know, that's why Susan's taken on this topic today, is how to transform yourself from worry to warrior. Susan, how can folks find out about you? And uh, what's the best way to contact you?
1: The best way to contact me, thank you, Pat, is contact me by email, susan at susandilorenzo.com. Or you can visit my website susandilorenzo.com, and for those of you who don't have a good spelling for Lorenzo I'm just going to spell it all out. It's okay. S-U-S-A-N-D-E-L-O-R-E-N-Z-O.com. Write me; I'll set. I'll get right back to you, uh, and we can set up a call and and really get. Um, to know each other and see if, if we're a good fit, I would love uh, finding out about folks and finding out not only where they're coming from, but I love hearing what they would love their next step to be, even if they don't think they could get there, because those are the folks that I am thrilled to show, it's absolutely possible, I am living proof of that. And it's not just for some of us. We, we can tend to have a belief that, oh, that person had something I don't have. I don't have what it takes, and they did. Well, we're all made of this stuff. And we all have a story to tell. And that story can lead us to great places if we let it.
2: I love it. And let's go ahead and do that, Benny. Let's open up the phone lines, if we could. 1-800-930-2819. And let's go ahead and um, uh, give away the free mapping session. Um, Susan, one of the things you and I were talking about during the break, and I think it's important to bring forward, is this idea of hitting DEF CON 5. And what that means is that sometimes, you know, there's something right in front of us that's happened in the immediate moment, but other times not. You know, for those of us, Benny and me, we've played sports. And we've both been injured in sports. And there's something that happens after you've had something like that happen, whether it's physical, emotionally or spiritually, where you get to step out along that same pathway if you choose to. Right. There's that expression. You know what? If you fall off the horse, get back on it. Not that easy. Um, But if we decide to, there's a cellular memory of that. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. And you don't always get a choice to get back Mm. on the horse. And that's (laughs) where I was with cancer, right? Mm -hmm. I'm now deemed healed. I always say until otherwise notified, I'm healed. I I don't mess around with the word remission, but I'll tell you something. There is a lot of fear, especially among cancer survivors, and worry about cancer coming back and Boy, if you think that doesn't keep us up at night, that can totally keep you up at night.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And there's a feeling of waiting for the other shoe to drop. Do you know where that phrase came from? No, I don't. don't It It comes from apartment buildings in the early 20th century in New York City. And you would hear your your upstairs neighbor taking his shoes off. Boom. Yeah.
2: (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's and, true.
1: And here we are, maybe coming through the other side of a disease. Maybe we've only been out of it for six months, a year. But in those earlier years, there's that feeling of what if, you know, you get a pain. Oh, I've got a pain here. I wonder if that's that. You know, maybe I better call the doctor about that. And every little thing we become alerted to as if, right? And the other one I think about, Pat, is divorce right I mean this man left me I must not be very lovable I must not be good enough just think of all the things you can worry about and so here I am back in a new relationship and what can that tell me right there's a good moment to worry (laughs) (laughs) and so yeah coming out of that and reframing Uh, giving ourselves the opportunity to reframe what the new chapter looks like. And that's where I personally made that decision not to use the word remission and and use the the phrase, until otherwise notified, I'm healed. There's a feeling Mm. of freedom to that and of moving ahead. And yes, have I had other scares related to cancer? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I've had a few MRIs and other things since then, but I've always held the outcome I wanted, not the one that I feared. And that was a work, uh, that was not the original operating system in me. That was one I had to install. I had to get rid of the old and bring in the new. And that's what I keep hammering away at because it's the only way we get to take advantage of our ability to choose our thoughts.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Um, You know, one of the things, too, I think we're also talking about is that, you know, we have these memory ideas. We have these things that pop up and they pop up randomly. They don't always pop up, you know, when we think they're going to pop up. They may Mm -hmm. pop up when we're walking down the street and, you know, we twist our ankle a little bit. We think, oh, no, Um, let's talk about what we can do. What do we do when we're about to hit DEF CON 5? You know, that thing that may stop me from playing a sport I love or me from doing something, you from doing something, our listeners from doing something, Um, what do we do when we think we're going to hit DEF CON 5? What do we do to stop it? And what do we do to reverse it even if we do hit it?
1: Great question. And one that I absolutely love to reassure our listeners on, and that is that we can begin to catch ourselves as these feelings of worry start to ramp up. It's something you're, initially, we just, it comes out of nowhere, right? We don't notice. We're just, zam, bam, it's on us. But as we've come through, especially people who've already come through some tough stuff like cancer, injury, divorce, job loss, You get better. You get better at it, at noticing, wow, I'm starting to go there. And one of the um, visualizations that I've used um, with clients is the idea of taking their worry and buckling it up in the back seat. That sounds so simple, but it's something they can take a breath on and visualize that this part of them doesn't get to drive because when we let that happen – we're not allowing the better outcome to happen. We are only focused, you know, what they say about the mind being the creator. We don't want to keep creating a scenario that we don't want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we want to move it to a place, and not, of a, not many of us have experience with uh, creating the alternate um, vision, And that's something I would love to um, walk our listeners through. Yes, please. Oh, great. All right. So, listeners, if you are not driving a car, (laughs) if you're in a place where you're not operating machinery of any kind, please uh, join me on this one. And just close your eyes and imagine uh, what, pick a worry. Pick something that you might be losing sleep over and what is the feared outcome that um, you have in mind for this and bring to mind that picture of that worry or fear and then hold out your left hand and imagine this distressing outcome is placed in it now. Bring to mind what you wish for, what you'd much rather have, what could be the ideal resolution of this worry in your mind, and hold out your right hand and place this much preferred outcome in it. Now, open your eyes and look from your left hand to your right hand and notice that Neither of these outcomes are real at this point. But there is one outcome that you would much prefer. And notice your ability in this exercise to change where you put your focus. First I had you looking at the worry, at the horrifying outcome you feared. And now I have you over in the right hand looking at what you would much rather love if there could be an ideal resolution that was going to be it and feel the control you have in saying or thinking not this thought but this one instead and create a picture that represents that desired outcome and keep bringing that picture back into your mind it's going to feel really inauthentic at first i can tell you that Mm. it feels like you know wishful thinking magical thinking but I can tell you from experience as well as through working with my clients, this stuff works. The ability to, to edit our thoughts and redirect our thoughts is really the key to how we handle worry.
2: Mm. Uh, you know, I think that many of us have had our bouts of worry and have looked at where we go in our lives and what does it mean. But how do we become warriors? Because that's today's show is about from worry to warriors. And I love what you shared because what it does is it stops the the rat race that goes on in our minds. Mm. And, you know, if we can't stop the rat race, then what is it that we are prepared or not prepared to do with the rest of the life, our lives? We're going to take a short break. We come back question is are you willing to do the work to take back the wheel you know what are we willing to relearn? um what is that stay tuned everybody we'll be right back and again 1-800-930-2819 for that free life mapping session we'll be right back
3: did you know that all of the shows on the transformation radio network are available as podcasts to stream or download (laughs) really check us out Go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world, one listener at a time. What is a brilliant culture, and how do we create them? Why are they important? Claudette Rally has created a breakthrough five-step process to help you align your culture with your business strategy for exceptional results. Looking for a culture that drives organizational excellence? Listen to Cultural Brilliance Radio, the second and fourth Friday of each month at 10 a.m. Pacific and 1 p.m. Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. To learn more or work with Claudette, visit culturalbrilliance.com. So when are you most
0: peaceful? When you're connected to your source, when you have a deep connection to your soul, and you're living your spiritual way, your unique way, and when are you most stressed? When you're not. It's really, really simple, friends. When we start to borrow desires, we start to control others and situations and people, things go wrong. Nobody wants to be controlled. So it's really important to get connected to the source if you want to remain stress-free. When you're connected to the source, you will have deep access to your own intuition, your own way of living, absolutely fresh and new every moment. Would you like your next
2: chapter to be free from fear and angst? Tune in to Your Next Chapter Radio,
1: navigating through life's transitions with Shelly Ryan the fourth Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Shelly's contagious enthusiasm guides you through life's transitions deliberately, mindfully, and funnily. For Your Next Chapter coaching or to listen, visit YourNextChapterCoaching.com or call
2: 602-617-8351. Next.
3: Calling all ladies. Are you struggling with neck? back shoulder pain or postural issues you actually might have a related bra problem talk to maria Monti at the healthy bra company She is a professional postural therapist who offers custom fitted custom altered bras in 2500 size combinations specific to your body type shape size anatomical features and breast weight call maria today to find out more at 360-815-3205
2: everybody welcome back wow what a great show we're taking you on a journey and the journey really is about meeting meeting each of us where we are Mm -hmm. sometimes we enter the worry state and we're right smack dab in the middle of it Um, other times we're not but we know what worry is and you know whether you're there whether you've been there whether you're not there anymore the question really becomes that what do you want to do to not have to go there And worry is a showstopper. Um, It is the thing that ultimately we know in our lives, we know will get us to stop doing what we're called to do in the world. Um, Every one of us knows that we have a dream. You know, we know we're called to do things. And, you know, I'm one of these people, Susan, that I, I, I have not always had big lofty ideas or dreams you totally know, relate days, to that. Yeah, part, yeah, it's like someday you just got to get up. <laughs> you just got to get up. Um, So let's talk about this absolute action that can be taken to get us into our warrior state. Thank you.
1: Well, we must acknowledge at first that fear and worry are always going to be around for the ride. But we must we learn a new way of navigating in the world? And the way to begin is by working on our lens of perception and not allowing our thoughts to think us. We honestly get to choose. I think that is totally missed when worry comes to call, that we are allowing a thought of worry to cross. We are entertaining it. And there's a level of default at play in that moment. And now we get a chance to say, no, you know what? I'm installing a new operating system and it doesn't involve letting this thing drive my car. And one of the most, well, I I spoke a little bit about faith earlier in our show and yeah. I have a blog out about that. And there's a wonderful quote Um, that I saw on a Daily Word, I I love reading the Daily Word, and this was a quote from uh, the book of James in the New Testament that says, but ask in faith, never doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. Now that feels like worry to me. (laughs) (laughs) And I write about trusting that the next step will show itself and i just love that scene from indiana jones in the last crusade yeah he has to get to the other side of the chasm to save his dad yeah. from his terrible fate and he puts his foot out and he's like man this is crazy this is a giant chasm and he he's you know his dad's praying for him and he's like holds his hand to his heart and he steps his foot out and at first it looks like he's going to fall and then this miraculously the step appears under his foot and on he goes in this manner until he reaches the other side and that to me is like navigating worry and fear that you just take the next step you can't possibly know the whole road like cancer could I possibly know exactly what every step was going to be to get me to the side of health no but I knew that health was my outcome. And we just take the next step, the next step. And then trusting in our ability to handle what needs to be handled. Keep in mind that you've made it this far, haven't you? Yes. You've dealt with all this stuff in your life so far. It wasn't fun, but you did it. And I think that's very powerful to remember when you're going through a tough time. And Pat, you shared something really profound with me that a therapist asked you. It was a great question. Do you Mm -hmm. want to
2: share it? Yeah. uh, You know, I think out of frustration, if I might say, one day uh, she said to me, um, you know, Pat, what would you do? What would you do if peace broke out? And what she was saying was peace in my mind, peace in my life. What would I do? What would happen if peace actually broke up? Would I have a purpose? And sometimes our worry becomes our purpose. And when Mm. we take it away, we are really lost. You know, I I had another friend that said, who would I be if not for my worrying? (laughs) And I thought, okay, yeah, that's, I can relate to that.
1: Yeah. Um, Need a new hobby.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's the same kind of conversation that others have had with me and that we hear people ask the question, you know, what benefit are you getting? And and this comes up a lot. What benefit do you get from 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 hanging on to your disease? That's and right. I know I've been asked that question. And boy, if you want to see somebody get mad, ask them that question. Oh, That's yeah. the one that puts everybody into like a complete rage of insensitivity. How dare you ask me that question? You know, don't you know what I'm experiencing? And I think that part of this you've touched on before, we will defend our worrying. Mm. We will try to defend it. We'll try to say, don't undermine what I'm going through, Susan. Mm. Don't you know I have a life-threatening disease? How dare you question whether or not I should worry about that? Right. But in the end, folks in my life have tried to help me. How about you?
1: Well, you really made me uh, recall, and this is also in my blog, pad, is that when we worry like that about something big, we think we're addressing it. We think we're actually taking care of something. Like, wow, I'm focused on this, so I, I can really address it now. But what you're only doing is putting it in like a sound system on repeat of of just the worry and not the outcome. If you're really addressing it, you're going for the outcome, the desired outcome. That's addressing it, not the worry.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I think that, you know, m- my therapist who actually became one of my greatest supporters and she's on, she's at the, in my top 10 of my angel list, really. Mm. Um, her notion to me was that if I don't see through my worry, I will become my worry that's and it. that's it isn't it that's it, it. Yeah. and
1: pat you bring up an awesome point that we can remind our listeners that there is no need to be the lone ranger here ask for help we sometimes forget that it's just a call away it could be a good friend a therapist there are resources that you don't have to sit and torment yourself on this stuff
2: wow susan thank you for today one last question uh Tell us how we can find out more about you and what's your personal message for today?
1: Yes, I kept a phrase on my desk at work and on the fridge that says, worry drains today of its strength and tomorrow of its possibilities. When we learn to release the thoughts surrounding our worry We gain greater strength to handle what's in our path, and we allow for greater possibilities of good. You can find me at SusanDLorenzo.com, and please reach out to me at Susan at SusanDLorenzo.com. S-U-S-A-N-D-E-L-O-R-E-N-Z-O. And I look forward to next month when we're going to be talking about forgiveness, just in time for the holidays. Wow.
2: Thank you, thank you. Thank you all for tuning us and turning us on. Wow, we've got another hour coming up, everybody, right here on Transformation Talk Radio. We'll be right back.
1: Thank you for listening to Life Design Radio, From Adversity to Awesome, with me, Susan DiLorenzo. Tune in each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com as I join with Dr. Pat and offer up the best tools for pulling the gems from adversity and designing a life you would really love. No matter where you are in your adversity story, the topics on Life Design Radio are here to inspire, reassure, enlighten, and motivate you. For more information on Life Design Coaching with me, or to listen to this show again, visit SusanDeLorenzo.com.
2: The
0: preceding audio was via a Skype call.